is up, everyone? Thank you for joining us here on the Welcome Home Podcast. I am your host, Cinderella, and I am joined by my incredible co-host, Q. What it do, what it do? On today's episode, it is a Welcome Home Roundtable episode with famously Garnet and Gamecock Dave. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Good to be back. Always good to be here. I see the uh, crowd still loves Dave, so that's good. Good sign, man. That's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm in Dave's Absolutely. corner now, man. I'm, I'm definitely in Dave's corner with this. I haven't been kicked off yet. so Yeah, no. Like, look, man, he is still here. But if you do hate Gamecock, Dave, let me know, okay? On today's episode, we will be discussing the first official visit weekend of the summer season. Finally, not only do we have football, but we have recruiting, okay? We finally have some big-time recruiting to talk about, and that's what everybody really, really loves to talk about. They want to know who are the potential next Gamecock greats, and, well, that's what we are here to do. We are here to inform you who those players are, and maybe, just maybe, how likely they might in things after their visit this weekend. So mm-hmm. just maybe, you know. Not only that, but we will be talking about the three announced football dates mm-hmm. that have been announced over the past couple of days. Um, some pretty exciting stuff there. And, hey, we can't forget about the NCAA regionals, okay? On our last episode, we talked about us actually being a host of a regional site but we're gonna just do a quick little rundown of of us hosting but the people that or the programs that we have in our region what are our chances of making it through who are the toughest opponents and so on and so forth so strap on in because this is going to be a very very large episode but for the first thing, we are going to go and hit the official visit market. And uh, mm. look, this is this is just a little taste of what is to come. Because in this month, the month of June, this month is going to be huge when talking about recruiting. And I mean, we are going to get a lot of commits and a lot of momentum with some major targets so on this weekend we have a a plethora of high talented players and we are going to start with fg and we're going to go around as usual and we're going to break down some of these players and maybe some recruiting info that you might not have known about so fg Mm. who do you got man so, one of my guys that I've got to come in is Kaj Sanders, safety out of New Jersey. He's a guy that uh, he played a little bit of running back his junior season, but he's going to be primarily coming in as the safety uh, if he comes to South Carolina. He's somebody that really likes South Carolina, uh, definitely one of his top schools. And the thing about Kaj is that the dude is just speed. And we talk about this, you know, with Torian Gray. That is something that South Carolina has had and has had since he's been here was speed. And South Carolina will continue to do that, bringing a guy like Kaj in. Kaj is a speedy safety that, as just as safety should do, knows how to lay the wood. Mm-hmm. The guy is a walking hit stick. I, I challenge you to go watch his film. I mean, it's a guy that, you know, goes against some really good competition up in New Jersey. You know, he's borderline four-star. He's four-star through on three, three-star through – you know, all the other rankings. So recruiting politics, of course, but, you know, Kaj is definitely one to watch out for. Um, He's interacted with us quite a bit. You know, we do these Twitter spaces and he comes in and, and, you know, listens for a good while, um, hangs around for a good minute. So um, I definitely like to see what we've got out of Kaj. And I I feel confident that we could, you know, see him in a Gamecock uniform uh, here in the future. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. I like to hear that. I do like to hear that. I do like to hear that, man. That that's gonna be a big get. That's a big get, especially out of a place that we're still, you know, laying a pipeline through 
Um, I mean, I know Beamer has always had that pipeline there, but I think now that South Carolina is starting their own hedgeway and all that with Beamer and, and Pete and your boy Pete, that's that's your boy right there, your boy Pete Limbo. So that's my boy. So that that makes sense. Love Coach Limbo. Like yeah. No, I mean South Carolina's done a terrific job setting that pipeline and. You know, it will continue to do so when you land mm-hmm. guys like, you know, Kaj up there in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. You know, it, and New Jersey's always been one of those states that's kind of been, you know, good for South Carolina. And there's been a couple questionable guys out of there. You know, one of them I wanted to see excel under Spurrier was Sheldon Royster. That's a name mm-hmm. that you probably didn't expect to hear I, in this podcast. I, you're right, though. You're right. That was actually a guy I thought of. Like, that was the guy yes. I thought of. Like, man, I really wish it would have worked out with him because I thought he was going to be good, man. When he, when he, when he committed to us, I remember I was like, "This, this might be, he might be that guy." Because mm-hmm. he had a, he had a, he had a list of offers. Yes, he did. He, he had, he had some high major guys up there. So, I agree yeah. with you. For so to see it not pan out for him was unfortunate. But you know, we got a bunch of other good guys out of New Jersey, and you know, it's one of those things like we keep the pipeline going, and talent's going to continue to come out of those, come out out of the north. So, um, mm-hmm. it, it's strong, man. Like I said, I, I feel good about Kaj coming to South Carolina. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, that guy is a absolute fantastic um, athlete. So, it, just getting another kid from the Northeast. Well, we saw success with that with uh, Steve uh, Spurrier, and so far we have been seeing a lot of success with that under Shane Beamer as well. Since South Carolina is the closest SEC program to the Northeast. We should be mining the entire area like, like it is a gold mine because there are some fantastic players that come from there. Alrighty, Gamecock Dave, who do you got, man? I'm gonna be talking about Mr. J. Lewis Solomon, the mm. six foot, 185 pound athlete out of Georgia. So, Mr. T. Gray is looking at him as a DB for the team. Elite, elite ball skills, good tackler, and nice long arms. I don't know about y'all, but some people have said that I know ball. And if you look at the elite teams over the years, you got long, lanky guys, big, big long arms, big bodies, stuff like that. And that is the type of body that elite programs like your Georgias, your Alabamas get. We need to start pulling in guys like this, and I think we have a good shot. Me personally, I think it's going to come down between us and Florida State. Um, so, yeah, it's really just a, a waiting game right now. He's got his FSU visit coming up as well as this visit here. Um, so we're just going to have to see what happens. But I think he would be great in our program and great under T. Gray. Uh, solid, bro. I 110% agree, dude. Yep. Another Georgia boy, I'm telling you, man, we got to have him. 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 We gotta have him. Just an absolute stud over there from Georgia. So, um, look, man, I'm just gonna go ahead and hop right up in here. Look, we we have talked about this absolute mammoth, this a, this absolute stud. Okay, I mean, this guy is a people eater. Okay, he is not purple, so he he is not a part of the purple people eater from the Minnesota. Vikings, but if he did play back in that time, he would 100% would be because Denaz White, okay, mm. is a absolute stud, certified baller, okay? That's I mean, boy. That's look, his boy. Good Lord, that's his boy right there. Oh, 100%, dude. I mean, from Concord, North Carolina, from J.M. Robinson High School, Denaz White standing at, honestly, no one – really knows because one recruiting service has him at 6'6", the other one has him at 6'4". I don't know, but long story short, he's a giant human being, okay? Because he is around 310, 320 pounds. He is going to be playing defensive tackle, obviously. I mean, for a mammoth that size, there are two positions, defensive tackle or offensive tackle. And when you have a guy with this kind of athleticism, this kind of just meanness, okay, 
and the ability to just suck like two or three offensive linemen at a time so that the linebackers who will be Wendell Gregory right behind him who will have who he will have Grayson Howard okay Wendell Gregory right behind him just shooting into those gaps and I mean just an absolute stuck he will be here on the official is it so this guy is another fantastic football player that we have to get um also we haven't gotten a north carolina player in like two or three years so getting Mm -hmm. a north carolina player you know chipping away into that territory that mac brown has been able to shut down we are seeing cracks in said territory okay programs have been able to be get in there and to take away those north carolina players I mean, like they used to of before Mac was there. So, I mean, this is South Carolina's time to hop in there and to get a guy from North Carolina and then start recruiting and getting guys from that state like we used to. Because North Carolina, just like South Carolina, very underrated in talent. Very, very underrated in talent. And Denaz White, just another absolute stud. Like we have talked about many, many times, do believe that South Carolina leads here, and I do believe that South Carolina leads by a wide margin. So, could things end after this weekend? Could they end? I guess we will just have to find out, but I would not be surprised either way, okay? I would not be surprised to see it end. Like my boy Kodak says, I hope so. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Q, who do you got, my guy? Who do you got? I'm going to attack two for the price of one. Um, I want to talk about Parker Livingston or Livingstone. Parker Livingstone. And I want to talk about uh, Mr. Russell as well. Miss Mr. Russell. Those are those are the two guys I definitely want to talk about. Braylon Russell and Parker Livingstone. Parker Livingstone out of Texas. Another Texas boy, wide receiver. It is huge, humongous. Um, I believe we talked about this. It was a while back, a roundtable a while back, we talked about uh, Livingstone and how important it was for us to get him on campus. Well, it's down to three schools, in my opinion. Three schools that he could possibly go to. South Carolina, or Kansas, or Texas. That's it. Right now, I think he's leaning more towards Texas with Arkansas running second, running third. But the ground is not that much to make up. If we blow him away at our visit and we check all the boxes that he's looking for, I think we move very high second, almost lead. But we still got to survive those other two official visits, which he will take. He will not render a decision after this. He's going to render a decision probably in July. Probably July, August is when he's looking at it. He wants to get his done before the season starts. Beamer and company have a, a big hole to fill on the situation with this. My sources have told me that Parker is coming in very excited to see what's going on. He's also going to be talking to Landon, who I've heard is supposed to be hosting him. He also wants to talk with Spencer. But there's a dark horse that he's actually interested in, too. Lenore Sellers. Mm. So he is very interested in finding out how Lenore looks at this and if he's really that guy that, that should be taking the reins next year. We've all seen the talent. Mm-hmm. We know what he's bringing to the table. Mm. I want the people to understand he took the spring game serious. Oh, yeah. Took that person. He took it personally. He literally literally picked up a botched snap Mm -hmm. with one hand and accurately threw it for a first down if the guy would have got his foot down. On a rope. On a rope. Matter of fact, 
I think the wide receiver was so shocked. Yeah. He was so shocked the ball got to where it was. Like, it, the, the look on his face was like, I cannot believe this ball got here. Mm-hmm. It hit him on the hands. Parker wants a quarterback that's going to be a guy can get him the ball when he gets on campus. And he knows how talented Lenore is. This is how talented Lenore is. I'm ready to say this. Sin, once again, I will always give credit where credit's due. Sin has been a Lenore Sellers person since A1, day one. Mm-hmm. Before the man had an offer, before we even thought about offering him, all these different things. When everybody was Dylan Lawhorn, he said, no, Lenore Sellers. That's who we need. By the grace of God, we were able to get him. And I'm telling you, if he stayed, because he's 17 years old, guys, I, the record reflect. Dante Reno's older than this man. And Dante's our quarterback for 2024. Lenore Sellers would literally be like quarterback two or three in this class this year. Hands down. Elite 11 would have had his would have had his thing probably the first time they'd given him out. He's that good. So, Parker's looking forward to meeting him. Now, Braylon Russell, running back out of Arkansas. So, Braylon, Braylon understands that a lot of the schools that are going after him are taking two running backs. South Carolina is no different. And so, he understands the concept of that. He understands what he's looking at. He understands is Daniel Hill – and then they're looking for a second running back. Braylon likes University of South Carolina. He's excited to come visit. It's going to be hard to pull him from Arkansas, but Arkansas also already has a pretty full running back room. So that's an advantage for us. But now you have sneaky Tennessee come in and want to do what they do. So you got to kind of take the good with the bad. This is an important visit. Um, I'm glad to get him on campus. Let's see how it plays out. Because I can see his recruitment playing into the season and him making some official, unofficial visits during the season too. So those are my two guys that I want to bring up on official visits. Um, so this is a big weekend. South Carolina has a lot on their shoulders, a lot on their hands. It's also a weekend that the new guys are moving in, so it's going to be good to have those new guys there too to talk about what's going on and, and where they're at in the program. because. Guys, we have a 2024 uh, playoff next year that's going to expand to 12 teams. Mm. Yep. If you're able to build on last year's recruiting class with the possibility of a top 10 class this year, and you still have Nick Eamon Warway that will be a junior that year, DQ Smith Jr., Peyton Williams, Pup Howard has now had a year under his belt, Things could get things get interesting. South Carolina like now has a chance. Like because we it. know the SEC will bring three teams to the playoff next year. It's pretty much guaranteed. Who's the third team? And with a 12-team playoff, there's always a possibility of a fourth team, too. Make it happen. Let it roll. Yeah, no, man. I mean, it sounds like... What Q is trying to say here is that Alabama is going to be team number three and South Carolina is going to be team number one, okay, because we're going undefeated, baby. Mm-hmm. We're going 15 and 0. Going 15 and 0. All right. Nick Saban, who? Right. Man, my yep. quit. Yep, exactly. Exactly. Also, while we are recording this, Clark Schmidt got the start. Today for the New York Yankees yes, versus sir. the Seattle Mariners. We will see how that ends up. The game is just about to begin, so I just wanted to point that out. I yeah, mean, don't care. Yeah, look. Hey, 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 hey yo, hey, yo. Dave, do you even know ball? Do you even know ball, Dave? Do you even know ball, bro? The strike. I mean, that is a strike right there, okay, buddy? Two more and you're out of here, okay? <laughs> Two more and you're out of here. Dave don't I know mean, ball. He, look, he just might not know uh, ball. He just might not know ball at all. So mm-hmm. it's my um, inner troll coming out. I yep. see it. Mm, that's wild. 
All right, so we're going to go on and move to our next topic, which is the three announced football dates and times for the 2023 football season for week number one on ABC. Prime time, baby. Versus North Carolina in Charlotte at 7.30 p.m. Mm. South Carolina is taking on the Tar Heels in Charlotte once again. Under the lights, baby. I don't know about y'all. It worked out pretty well last time. Worked out pretty well last time. What is the round table's consensus thought on the 7.30 p.m. on ABC versus the Tar Heels in Charlotte? Carolina versus Carolina. We're under the lights, bro. We're under the lights. And and I don't think – Man, it's been a while since we've had a primetime game under lights the first game of the season. It's been a long time. Under the it's lights, been a under very the lights. Long, long time. A primetime game? FG, man, we might have still been in high school, bro. Probably since Spurrier. Um, I would I say mean, high school, but I bro. think it's when we played ECU at Bank of America. Look, that I mean, nice. that was. Spurrier oh. would always do those those like Thursday nights to kick oh, yeah, off yeah, yeah, the yeah. season. He would do it every single time. Hey, I love those games, man. Oh yeah, I love Thursday nights. look, I'm not going to lie. It was all it was always versus some North Carolina school, okay? And the game was always ugly, like mm-hmm. it was just embarrassing. Uh, but absolutely loved him. I loved him as well. So, I love the matchup. I love. I love being under lights in Charlotte. Um, that skyline is going to be absolutely gorgeous mm. in the backdrop of Bank of America Stadium. Um, you got Spencer Rattler on a tour to, to show you that he's a top two-round uh, draft choice as quarterback. You have Drake May, who's got all the hype in the world, but no defense. Um, mm. I think it's I, – mm. I, I am – man, I couldn't ask for a better – a better scenario. You talking about seizing? This is this is what you call seizing momentum. You are coming off a better offseason than North Carolina is. Mm. You literally have better expectations. You could literally bury Mac Brown on this one. Mm-hmm. You could literally mm-hmm. do to Mac Brown what legit happened when it came to Spurrier. And mm-hmm. yeah, and you put know, him in the dirt. And you know, Beamer's going to have that mentality. The things that we know that is going on recruiting between UNC and and USC. Yeah, get him out of here. Get him out of here. It, 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 if it's if it could get ugly, I, I I could say that. If if it goes South Carolina's way, it might get ugly. You got to think. There's a couple things that that people aren't realizing. There's a chance one. South Carolina may not even be ranked going into that game. Mm. Whether we deserve it, we know we deserve it, but they may not rank us. Yeah. But North Carolina will be ranked going into that game, guaranteed. Right, right. Two, everybody thinks Drake May is all world. Let's see what he does when he doesn't have the weapons he has. He had before. Mm. Number three, a bad defense lost everything. Can they sort of turn that around? Four, you have an offensive coordinator now that's relying on his quarterback. Not one that's just going to go off and give you 150 plays. You got a guy who wants Spencer Rattler to control the game. Yep. Yep. And play freely. Under the lights. Under the lights. For a chance to literally go into Georgia as a top 15 team. Let's take it. And these kids, man, they look, and I know it's, it's going to sound funny when I say this, but it's a neutral site to fans, right? Neutral site. You're playing mm-hmm. at not, you know, not home, you know, with one state or another. But these kids look at it as an opportunity. Hey, we're playing the NFL stadium. We're going to show what we can do, you know, in an in a NFL stadium, in an NFL environment. Obviously, our fans, North Carolina fans, are going to make it a better environment than North than normal NFL games, of course. But that's neither here nor there. These guys are going to come out and they're going to show all they have on the field that night. So I, I'm stoked. I, I'm stoked. 
I can't wait. I'm I I am flying in that Thursday. Um, I'll be there that Thursday. I will be scouting games. I'll be at a bunch of games. Uh, there's two games I believe that's playing that Thursday, and then I will be in Columbia Friday, scout out a few things, go to a few games, and then Saturday. I shall get prepared because how I prepare is like, I'm going to be playing the game. Shane Beamer could call my number at any time. <laughs> that's how I prepare for my football games. That's how I prepare. What if Beamer needs me to play the game? Am I prepared? I know that's how Dave prepares. Mm-hmm. Dave's always, I know Dave prepares as what if mm-hmm. Shane Beamer calls my name? What if he needs me to run out the tunnel? Yeah. Dave knows ball. I mean, Dave well, knows well. ball. When when I think of Mac Brown, there is one quote that comes to mind. We did not prepare for Cade Klubnik. I will never <laughs> forget that quote. In the yeah. ACC championship game. Yes. If he wasn't ready for Cade Noodle Arm Klubnik, how is he going to be ready for Spencer Rattler in a brand new offense that nobody's ever seen before mm-hmm. under the air raid. Let me tell you this. I got my hotel books. I want everybody here. I am not gamble responsibly. I am not a financial advisor, but I want you to cash out your kids' college funds. Talk to I want them, you to cash out your 401k. Mm-hmm. I want mm-hmm. you to take out a second mortgage on your house. The Gamecocks are currently the underdogs going into Charlotte. We are going to win outright. Put your life savings, your wife's life savings, your kids' college funds, your house's second mortgage on the Gamecocks money line. Double your net worth in this game. It's We're going to go out there. Rattler's going to throw for six touchdowns. We're winning 42-35. Mm. That's net I like it. Dave, what's the prediction? We got to serve Bargain. Dave said, I... And that comp, they, you know ball, bro. Yeah, yeah. You it's know that ball. Simple. Yep. Hey, look, man. Look, I mean, Gamecock Dave brought up a great point that uh, UNC, brand new offense, okay? Brand new offense. This is a completely different play caller, a completely different offense. And if y'all remember, their offense coordinator, Chip Lindsey, Okay. Look, Chip Lindsey, he's a fine offensive coordinator, okay? Like, he's, he is still good. But uh, he is nowhere near as good as their offensive coordinator the past few years, okay? Also, no offensive line. Mm. Running backs are weak. Wide receivers, who? And they do have a good tight end, okay? Yeah, Nesbitt's nice, man. Nesbitt, he is very, very talented. Shout also, out to Jamar Nesbitt. Also, that defense used to be littered with four- and five-star prospects. They didn't develop a single one of them, and most of them transferred mm. out. Okay. I mean, they literally had Tony Grimes. Tony Grimes, the number one player in his class before uh, before reclassing up where he was still a top 10 player. He was the number one player. And I don't know about y'all, but Tony Grimes was as good as wet paper. I mean, yeah. this guy stinks. And he transferred out to Texas A&M. They got rid of their uh, defensive uh, 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 back uh, coach, Dre Bly, who, by the way, great player. Mm. Probably one of the worst coaches of all time i mean yeah. that guy stinks he can recruit though that boy's a recruiter yeah but it really doesn't matter if you can recruit if okay you can't develop if you can't develop and that's why Tor- torian gray is so great because he can recruit and develop this dude literally took a walk on from from gardner webb or wherever he was from and made him into an and All-American. He took a failed wide receiver in Darius Rush and turned him into an NFL draft pick. I mean, come on, buddy. Mm. Like, this guy is incredible. He took a quarterback who has never played the position, not a single snap in his life, in DQ Smith, and made him into a stud. 
in less than what three four months i mean come on yep. Tor- torian gray is that guy all right enough with the rants there yeah so our second game we have against Furman. 7.30 p.m. on ESPN+. Plus. So if you want to watch this, you better bring out the checkbooks, okay? You better bring out the checkbooks for this one because uh, that's the only way that you're going to watch it. So it, it is what it is. I mean, for the people that don't have ESPN+, Plus and you don't want to pay for it, I totally understand. It's pretty stupid, but it is what it is. So we're just going to move on past that one. But by the way, back to back 7.30 p.m. Can I say something about the Furman game? Oh, God. What do you have? I'm just wondering, are we going to see a Lenore Sellers second half? Man's got four games to burn. I think we might have to check that at that Dave knows ball. So if we see him. I might have to, you know, does it come on SEC Network? Right. I'll be there. It Dang. is on ESPN+. Plus. What if it's a fourth quarter for Lenora's? Oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. It shows SEC uh, Network, guys. Yeah. Uh-oh. SEC Network, I have that subscription. Sin I show television. Yeah, Sin may know ball, but he doesn't know television. No, I think it's SEC Network Plus, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, it's still the same thing. If you have SC, if you have access to SEC Network, dude, I you can get the game, dude. If you have SEC Network Plus, you're fine. You're fine. Okay, long story short. Watch the just, game. If, look, when the uh, game comes around, if you can watch it, watch it. If you can't just pay the money because because the Norris will be playing, and you don't want to miss that. Okay, so look if you can't pay the money, shoot me a DM. I'll direct you somewhere. You'll be able to watch the game. There okay. you well, hey, oh, uh, 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 yeah. He, he's he's yeah, talking about he, the nearest he, bar. Yes, yep. yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. Chase Corner. Chase Corner. Yes, yes. There you go. No free there ads. You go. De- definitely, definitely not a illegal website. Definitely not. Never. R-R-P no. No. Reddit we don't. We don't condone that. We they do send, not send me the link. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so week number three at Georgia <laughs> at three thirty p.m. on CBS. Yeah. Last year of CBS on the SEC. A very sad moment, but hey, at least we we finally got a CBS game. This is the first one since the Alabama game in 2019, and uh, well, we saw how that one went. Yeah, I was there for that game. I will say this though, with that game though, sin, what people don't realize, that stadium went absolutely bananas. When Shaq Smith caught that touchdown over the two defenders, ridiculous, ridiculous. Like when I tell you that stadium was unhinged at that point. Yeah, it was. And there were a couple plays, i.e. the fake field goal that was definitely going to be a touchdown. That was that a they touchdown. Called, that they literally called a block in the back that was made up from complete yep. air. And also, Rico Daddle, Daddle did score a touchdown on a running play before the half that they called back. Might just get hit the Rico. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, so – a lot of just uh, whatever. But long story short, last year on CBS that the SEC has a contract with, and we will be playing Georgia Week 3 at Georgia 3.30 p.m. Hey, that's going to be a bad day to be a bulldog, okay? How about losing not only at home, but or the last year of the CBS um, contract with the SEC versus South Carolina? It's going to be a bad day to be a bulldog, okay? It's going to be a bad day. Bad day. Absolutely. So especially we're riding off a two and zero start. Oh, uh, gonna be three and zero on our on. Oh man, we're gonna be three and zero on our way to fifteen and zero and a natty. Spencer Heisman, Heisman, uh, Spencer, uh, Spencer Rattler, Heisman, first I mean, no, number one overall pick. I'm gonna say this right now. Call if we it. go fifty, if we go fifteen zero and win a national championship. I know for a fact Elon Musk himself is going to have to take me off Twitter. The yep. way Facts. the trenches are going to be set up, there I'm going to take a full week off of work, a full week, full week. 
actually a full two weeks. One week is going to be specific for me and Dave mm-hmm. sitting in FG to party yep. and go to the uh, parade that will be downtown. Yep. yep. That's for one week. Mm-hmm. Yep. But in between just that week and the second week, every day I wake up, I will literally be in spaces. I will go to space to space, letting everyone know how trash their team was mm-hmm. and how literally good my team is and how they will never achieve what we have achieved ever in life. And we will be the last college football team to ever win the 14 playoff, the last one. Yep. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. And Clemson, I might drive to Clemson. Yep. And the trolling I'm going to do there. Mm-hmm. Look, man, look, look, look. I am going to Twitter headquarters just straight up. I'm going to Twitter headquarters, okay? And I am I'm demanding that every single Twitter space be shut down and not work except for one. And it's just going to be me screaming for 24 hours straight. Nothing like no words, just screaming. Okay. Like you are going to click on it because you're, because you're going to be like, this is why is this the only space going on? And then you're going to click on it. And then you're just going to hear me scream. Fuck that. I'm going to literally figure out how much it costs for us to literally every time someone opens the Twitter app, they have to automatically get logged in to our space of yep. sin screaming. Yep. And so at yep. that point, there will be like hundreds of thousands of people yep. listening to sin screaming for mm-hmm. 24 hours. Yep. When yep. when we go 15 and though, after we get off the Welcome Home podcast float in the parade, I'm flying the four of us down to Miami and we're getting a table at 11. That's They're what we're getting. <laughs> There we go. There we go. I'm going to FaceTime Dabo and say, Hickory Dickory Doc, (laughs) your Twitter is off the clock. (laughs) You're done, pal. You're done. Yeah. Hey, get him out. And I'm going to tell him, I'm going to be like, all in these nuts. (laughs) Hang up. Let's go. (laughs) All righty. All right. Well, uh, look. This is going a little longer than expected, but this is just going to be a super long episode. I don't care. We have NCAA regionals. We cannot end the podcast without talking about the regionals, okay? So, uh, look, man, we have the 15th seed. We are paired up with Florida, okay? Which, who, by the by the way, we have swept them, and we're going to be almost fully healthy, Okay, so if we can get out of this regional, we're we are going to beat them again. Okay, because we have their number; they suck, and we're great. Okay, not only that, but I don't know about y'all, but when the reach when our opponents when they were announced going through Gamecock Twitter was just a wild scene because everyone's like, "Up, oh, we our season is over. We are done." Yada yada yada, and do y'all know who our opponents are? It is four seed Central Connecticut State, who, by the way, they will be without their their uh, number three hitter. Okay, so their best overall hitter, he's he is not going to be be playing because the Umps they enforce rules at the last game and we applaud them for enforcing mm-hmm. rules. Okay. Yep. Okay. There were children watching that game. Yep. Like he should be ashamed of himself. Okay, mm-hmm. look, he hit a home run and then skipped down first baseline with the bat in his hand and he, he could have killed someone. I mean, yeah, I mean honestly he could have killed mm-hmm. somebody. Okay. Yep. It was just utterly ridiculous. I've never seen anything like that. That was just pure. That that yes. was ridiculous. Exactly. So I shout out think of one ump. game is. I think one game is too short. Honestly, shout out to the umps. Okay, for enforcing the mm-hmm. rules. Okay, definitely was not egregious whatsoever. What was egregious was him tossing the bat mm-hmm. right before the first base. Him tossing it. That was egregious. Okay, so they. So they will be without him. They are not starting their starting ace. So not only are we getting Central Connecticut State, but they're without their two best players. Okay. And then the three seed is NC State. NC State, they used to be good at the game of baseball. Look at what they did. They're not very good this year. They're they really shouldn't be in the tournament this year. They're the best players at LSU. 
Exactly. Tommy White. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, like, they're just not very good. I mean, they barely made it. Barely. They were on the bubble, so they barely made it. And then our two seed, the team that is going to take down South Carolina without sweating, okay, is Campbell. And look, I will admit, Campbell, very good team, very good program. They should be a top 16 host. I think that they should be hosting. Um, But I don't even know where Campbell is, okay? It's outside of Fayetteville, North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina. I'm with J. Cole. I, I, Who? I, I, I would never have guessed. Never have guessed. What would you, you say, Dave? I said, I said, who? You know who J. Cole is, Dave? No, no, no. Campbell. Oh, Who? okay. Just had to check on that because yeah, J. Cole is yeah. dude. Of course I know now, Campbell, J. Cole is. This podcast was now, about to go in a whole other direction. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was. J. Cole is okay. that dude. He but is. I will say this, though. The Fighting Campbells. The Fighting of Campbell. Camels of Campbell. What a wild name, though. Okay, what funny. a wild name. They They – Deserve to host this year. I'm not gonna lie. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I said before I was not. I was hoping they would not be the number two seed in our, um, in, in our bracket. But there's a couple things that could work in our favor. NC State knows they're not supposed to be there, but I don't think they're gonna play like they're not supposed to be there. They're gonna give Campbell their best shot. We got to hope Campbell has to use a few arms in that game. Campbell has a decision to make. Am I going to use my ace against NC State? Or am I going to wait to to play my ace in the second game? If they win. If they win. That's the key. Are you ready to run that risk to say, if I don't use my ace, can I still beat NC State? You don't know. We're going to find out, though. That much I do know we're going to find out. So South Carolina needs to take care of business on Friday because Saturday, Mahoney is there. Dave is there. Mm-hmm. I'll be there Friday, too. Change my flight. Dave will be there. So Dave's going to be there the whole weekend. Mm-hmm. Fly out Monday. FG, what are you going to do? May make an appearance, depending on <laughs> if I can get off work in time. There you go. Sin, are you going? No. Yeah, me either. But Dave <laughs> will be there, and Dave knows ball. I'll be consuming nine of something. Uh, haven't yeah. figured out what yet. Nine dipping dots, okay? The people have tubs of dipping dots. I think nine dipping dots is not out of out of question. Here's what I, I will be. I'm going to try to eat nine croissants from my boy Frenchie. Mm-hmm. Drink right. nine LaCroix from a boy Talmadge. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, I didn't realize so many South Carolina fans watched every Campbell baseball game this year. That is accurate. Seems like everybody is an expert now, all of a sudden. Right. Um, yeah, they are a good baseball team, but we are a now healthy baseball team. I'm excited to see Wimmer back out there playing infield. I think that he's going to be a lot better at batting once we get him back out there fully. So I'm excited to see that. I am predicting that the bats finally wake back up this weekend. I'm going to see some Petri bombs and Gavin Cassis. He's just one away from being back, I feel like. He just needs to get a little skip back in his step, man. Um, So, yeah, let's have a weekend. Let's have a weekend, baby. Let's have a weekend. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, so I believe all four of our predictions are uh, South Carolina comes out of the region. Hmm? I do agree hmm? with that. I yep. think I, I think they come out mm-hmm. the region. Yep. Or me and Dave come out with a for sale sign for Mark Kingston. There's really no <laughs> other way. It's no in between. <laughs> yep. I let Beth Smith borrow mine, but we'll see if I can get another one. <laughs> we're gonna have no choice, man. Mm. If you don't come out this regional, we really have no choice. Mm, so I'll swing mean, my loaves. I'll swing my loaves. Bev Smith might be going back home. She might be going back home to North Carolina. So 
So Gamecock Dave might be getting his wish. No, I don't see it happening. I mean, they do have they do have an opening, and they are talking about getting Bev Smith. She used to uh, coach over there, so uh, yeah, they are talking about bringing her home. And if that happens, we might just have Gamecock Dave take over an entire episode by himself, and it will just be a party with him yep. and him alone. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> All righty. So we are going to go ahead and hop into our favorite part of the episodes, and that is number one, Gamecock Dave. This is the Dave Knows Ball take of the day. What do you know, bud? Will Sanders, you are back. You are healthy. I saw you walking around on that foot the other day. I know that you're looking good. You are going to have your game of the year coming in out of the pen this weekend. I cannot wait to see it. People forget he was a first-round projected draft pick. And we are going to fully see that this weekend. Okay. There you go. There you go. Uh, 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 Q, what do you have to say? I'm a Will Sanders person, man. He let me down. So if Dave said he's going to do it, my golly, Will's back, baby. Will, y'all. Will, y'all. He's back. <laughs> back. Hey, there you go. There you go. Will Sanders is back. So, back. all right. Famously Garnet, what is your ridiculous stat of the day? You want a ridiculous stat or you want some ridiculous recruiting stuff? What do you want first? Uh, uh, well, uh, yes. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> All the above, yes. Huh? yes. I choose C. I choose C. I like that. Well, this obviously is going to go into recruiting, but the ridiculous stat I have right now is an 89% blue chip ratio for the 24 class. Mm-hmm. 89. Hey, it was That's a little lower. It, it, it was That's a little minus. lower just a few days ago. It was a little what? lower just a few days ago. I wonder what happened. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But. You know, we'll see. You know, obviously, you've got a lot of guys out there that are still making their minds up. We're making tops, you know, for different schools, for different players. Uh, I had a great conversation with a uh, a legacy commit, basically a legacy recruit mm-hmm. that people have wanted to get an offer from, and that is Dak Brinkley. Obviously, everybody remembers Jasper mm. and Casper Brinkley. Yep. Uh, you know, it's one of those times back in spur of your days when. Football was different. College mm-hmm. football was very different back then. Mm-hmm. And when I watch this kid's film, I see Jasper Brinkley in a faster side of him, though. A faster Jasper? A faster <laughs> Jasper. <laughs> no, man, that's – man. Because I grew up watching that cat. That's cooking this right kid, there. This kid that's is cooking. insane. So, I mean, he's listed – as a linebacker, right? Four-star kid out of Texas, right outside Katy, Texas, right outside of Houston. Uh, you know, his dad and his uncle, you know, after football with Jasper, they got into the trucking business, did their own thing, settled down to Texas, and now that's what they're doing. Well, football is different in Texas. We all know that, right? Big time. Just like mm-hmm. the South, it's, it's bit different in Texas. Well, Dak Brinkley brings a side to his game that I've seen in his father, but better. And when I say that, there's film out there right now for him at a rivals camp a couple weeks ago. They had him list, had him, you know, basically going against the offensive line, playing at the edge position. When I tell you that this guy gets around the, when this guy can get around faster than Jasper, I mean it. Mm. This is insane athleticism that comes from Dak Brinkley. And here's why South Carolina fans need to be excited about him, right? So I had a conversation with him today, you know, talking about you know, what it means about, you know, South Carolina, are you going to camp soon and all that? So we finally do have a date. It's going to be June 21st for Dak Brinkley. Okay. It's, it's good that we finally have a date for him. People have been wondering if we're going to get one, you know, I was talking with talking to him about what changed with the recruitment. Well, after Travian was hired, you know, the, 
the communication became stronger between it, uh, Zach it, and Travian. You know why? Oh, I know. Jasper and Travian all played together on that defense. They did. Mm-hmm. It, they did. Oh, man, this is beautiful. It is. And, you know, see a legacy commit come here. You know, it's, it's, a, it's awesome to finally see get him on campus. You know, the things he's looking forward to is – being able to see the campus. He hadn't really been able to experience that yet. You know, he's last time he was here, he was about 14 years old. So he hadn't been here in a little while. A lot of things have changed um, in a, in a three or four years that he's been here. So, you know, you've got all that going on. So he's really looking forward to his visit coming up. You know, we're kind of talking about the state of the program where he sees and how he feels about it. You know, he's talking, he basically brought up, talked about the uprise. He's talking about how South Carolina finished the season last year, showed a lot to him showing that what they could be capable of doing this coming year. Um, you know, it's hearing things from that about Dak is just truly awesome. Uh, we, you know, and obviously we had to talk about him coming to South Carolina, right? What would it mean to him? You know, he was talking about how amazing it would be to come to South Carolina. You know, he was talking about his dad and uncle leaving what they left in Columbia. You know, he said it, it motivates them to keep the legacy going. And he's hyped. I mean, he's truly hyped. It's stuff that, you know, Dak cannot wait to get on campus. Like I said, June 21st is when he's camping. I would imagine him probably staying the whole weekend because that is the big weekend in recruiting at South Carolina. Is so, Dak coming? I think Pops is coming, yes. <sighs> yeah, I would see Pops, Pops showing around. Pops showing around where he used to be. Mm-hmm. Pops showing him what he used to do. Shane being there, and Shane is a big – I don't think a lot of people understand. Shane is a huge love the guys that came before these guys person. Yeah, he is. He, he loves having is. those cats around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so for for him to come camp, I'm going to go ahead and make that prediction. He's going to get that offer after he camps. Oh, he's yeah. going to get that offer. Once they see him on campus, he's going to get that offer. And he's going to understand – what it means for that legacy part. I know they're mm-hmm. going to put the full court press on them with that legacy. So I think that would go bold so well for us, so well for us. I do too. And Dak's one of those guys who's kept his recruitment fairly quiet, hasn't really dropped the top schools list, anything. He's still kind of going through the process. And I really do think after he camps in South Carolina, I think late June we'll see a, finally a top school list come out. But I, I, I'm with Q. I mean, he's, he's definitely bringing an offer home with him after he camps in South Carolina. I, I think it's crazy that Lindsey didn't offer him before. They that much even have a communication with him before. Right. And here, luckily, we get, you know, Robertson into the program. We know what he's about. And I, I, I would be shocked if he didn't leave Columbia with an offer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, just turn on the tape. That kid is different. He is built different. So, all righty, so we're going to go ahead and move into Q's Big Fat Nuggets. And, uh, well, this one, this one's a little spicy here, okay? This is, this is part of the Spicy Nugget Collection. So, uh, Q, what you got, bud? Oh, GG. GG. Gregory. Gregory Jackson. Um... It gets hard to defend someone, to be honest with you, that is not putting forth the effort. I Dave was right, in a sense, because Dave did say everything does not fall on the mind. And I fought Dave for a while for that. Because I love I, I love trashing for performances. But now that you know, you you're about to walk into this process of of getting drafted, and you have the lottery at being a lottery pick at your fingertips, and you may not even be a lottery pick now. AGG, this is called tough love, bro. Either you're gonna take it serious, or you might need to come back to school. I don't know which one you want to do, but if I were you, I'd make a decision and make it pretty quick. Because if you're not going to take the league serious, man, you're going to end up out of it real quick. So, Nobody wants to see you have to learn Chinese, buddy. Yeah, don't, I, don't, I do not want Adam Silver having to send that, that memo to you, bro. 
Shanghai, the Shanghai Sharks are not where you want to go, bro. Mm-hmm. I need you to literally take this serious, bro, and be the best you can be in the league because I promise you, if you think sitting on the bench this year was rough, imagine an 82-game season and you're sitting there for 82 games because you can't get your act together. It's a shame, man. Like, these kids these days are different, and we talked about this, right? We did. They really are. Like, for example, you know, we just saw, um, you know, video came out. Unfortunately, this kid, you know, drowned, unfortunately, or whatnot, from the kid from LSU is going to play ball at LSU. These kids told him to jump off the ship. He listened. No regrets. And he's and his life's gone now, right? You've got these kids not listening to parents. You've got these kids not listening to coaches. And it's it's an issue that's just getting worse, man. And like I, I did not think Gigi would be in this position. But yeah. guys, everything that we've heard from you know the guys that we talk to, guys, it's not pretty, man. It's not. It's getting kind of bad, man. And I, I just I just want the kid to be successful. I mean, I knew we had him for a year, but he had a he had a straight year. But I mean, I gotta give props for his dude. Dave's right. Hey man. This is not going to go over well in the NBA if he keeps down the path. So he's he's got to make a decision, bro. Now it's not even on Lamont no more. Ain't got nothing no. to do with Lamont no more. This has no. everything to do with you, man. No. So what are you going to do? So my advice to you is do what my boy Murphy Holloway told me back in the day. Do what Jermaine O'Neal said back in the day. Hey, man, get your head down and work. Get your head down and work. Because one thing's for certain, two things for sure. The as quickly as you can get it, it takes even less time to lose it. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my next for the day. There you go. Hopefully, he can get it together because he is a super. I mean, just a supremely talented basketball player. So hopefully, just hopefully, he can piece it together. All righty, we're going to go ahead and hop into Around the Horseshoe. And, uh, hey, I like this one, okay? This 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 Around the Horseshoe is one of my favorite ones, okay? And we will find out why at the very, very end. Mm-hmm. Number one, Aaliyah Boston posted her first 20-point game of her WNBA career with a 20-point four hey. rebound four assists, and two block game on eight of 12 field goal attempts. So, I mean, she is just – Yeah, I know. I mean, look, the Indiana Fever need to get her some help, okay? But other than that, I mean, she is – she's only been there for a very short amount of of, uh, time, but she is showing up. She is showing up. She is proving why she was the number one overall pick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. All right. And then number two is Connor Thompson and Toby Samuel. Yes, men's tennis again. I told you, we cover all sports here. They end their uh, doubles season as the program's first ever year-end number one ranked doubles pair. Let's go. Solid. Let's go, guys. Yes. So, I mean, they had a fantastic year, and they end – the year ranked number one in the country. So an absolute dynamic and dominant duo there. And for the last thing, hey, this is going to be touching some hearts across South Carolina nation here, okay? This is a heart toucher because it's long overdue. The Denver Broncos signed kicker Elliot Fry. Sir. Let's go. Yes, sir. What am I talking about? Long overdue, man. Long overdue. I mean, Elliot Fry, as we know, is an absolute stud. Okay, and he has been in and out, and now in 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 uh, in the NFL, and no one's just giving him a shot and say, "Hey, just go out there and do it." Okay, he has performed better than other kickers in the off season, and they still went with the other kickers, and he and he torched them. Never understood why, but the Broncos they said, "Hey." You know what? We will give you a shot. Go out there and prove it. So shout out to Elliot Fry. I mean, just a fantastic person, fantastic player. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this is his shot. Mm-hmm. 
Alrighty. That is the end of this episode. Thank you for listening to the Welcome Home Podcast with your hosts, Cinderella and Q. We hope you enjoyed the roundtable episode with Gamecock Dave and Famously Garnet. As always, you can head over to Spotify or iTunes to catch up on our past episodes. Give this one a rating and review and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Welcome H Pod. That's all for this episode. We will see you next time. Thank you.